Good morning and happy Monday! I'm Monica Wofford and this is your Monday Moment. Three rules for training classes and why you should break them. Now, when conducting a training class in Australia recently, I noticed a number of typical training class rules being broken. Horrors! The room was smaller than all the books say it should be. There were breaks on top of breaks, shortening learning time. And there were crazy things like snakes brought into the class. But for many, a rule-oriented by-the-book trainer, it would have been a tough environment in which to learn, much less to transfer knowledge and skill. However, on the contrary, this class was amazing, powerful bonding for all involved, and created even more takeaways than a college class would have. Well, here's why. In training adults at the office, it pays to break the rules and which ones this company broke with pleasure and outstanding results. Rule number one. People should have room to move. Well, depending on the activities the instructor will lead, there is some truth to people needing room to move around. But too much room and the energy in the class is lost. Are there the standard three feet between your team tables? Are people stuffed in the room like sardines? Do you have any special needs participants for which you must make additional room? Now, tight spaces contain energy. Dry material in a tight space might land better, actually, than in a room that resembles a football field. Size matters also in acoustics. Can the back row hear you way back there? Can those in the back see the trainer's eyeballs? How can you engage employees in a training class when the instructor is barely visible and miles away on the other end of a long room? The final reason for tight spaces? Team members tend to bond over complaints. <laughs> Make it tight and they'll tell their neighbor there's not enough room in here. Well, what better way to get those who don't know each other to start talking? Rule number two, only serious content allowed. <laughs> Some corporations have made this mistake by bringing in a trainer who has status or a speaker who is famous to that group. They're dry and boring as all get out, but used to be the world leader of Acme widgets. Now this rule is about training classes, not keynotes. Boring keynotes don't work well either, but if the wisdom is profound, people will stick around. Training is different, as you need them to have rolling cycles of learning, including serious emotions and humor, followed by serious, then humor. Break it the heck up and they'll learn more. This program I did in Australia included a birthday party a Nerf gun shootout, an insane asylum pictured in the picture, breakout sessions all at impromptu unscheduled times. I even took them on an unexpected field trip to play with markers and post-its. 
Don't worry, the content was still serious and the takeaways very real. But you know what? They had fun. Adults learn more when they're having fun. And the truth is, if they don't have to pay attention all the time, they'll pay more attention at the right time. Rule number three, all must be relevant. Now this rule actually holds true. It's how one makes the training material relevant that makes all the difference. In your workplace, if the instructor is sticking only to work examples, relevant means that they need to apply the information to real scenarios that exist in their real world, not the executive level office suite from which most examples are derived. This creation of relevant learning and application is always up to the trainer and must occur. But how do you do it? Couldn't you also apply something to people's lives? Everyone has a life. Well, most everyone. Could you take something silly and make it relevant so that your silly example sticks in the minds of the learners? Either way, they get it. In Australia, one of those impromptu breaks involved snakes. Yes, real, live, moving, squishy, squirmy snakes. I stood on a chair. <laughs> then I also at some point used the reactions to the snakes as an example of reactions to stress. Stressed out by a snake? It triggers your stressed out reactions. Do those reactions make you difficult or reacting to a normal trigger? Now think of your difficult people as snakes. Yeah, you get the idea. And it was the appropriate context at the time. So yes, training must be relevant. But using myriad ways to make the training relevant is paramount in importance and key to long-term retention and learning. I hear employees and leaders complain about boring training classes often. They describe dry instructors and even drier material and are so excited to hear that one of our key priorities is to engage and actually entertain the group. If adults are bored and free to move around and get up and leave and have no interruption in the amount of attention they must pay, your training dollar gets lost. More importantly, the boost in results you were looking for in that training program don't happen as fast. Break the rules. Let the mayhem ensue in manageable ways and watch the participants truly engage. And then use what they've learned in that training class. Isn't that the point of training them in the first place? I'm Monica Wofford, and that's your Monday moment. Have a great week, an even better Monday, and of course, stay contagious.